Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. Thanking you, God, for all that you do for us. The love that you show us, God, is it's amazing. It's amazing, Lord, how you can continue to cover us and watch over us, Lord, with all that we do. But we thank you. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because your love is so amazing. So much unconditional love. So much forgiving love. You care so much for us, God. We thank you, God, that you haven't, you don't give up on us, Lord. You can continue to allow your love to exist, God, that allows us to, when we call to you, when we turn back to you, God, that you always receive us. In the name of Jesus, you, you always bring us closer. You draw us and you teach us how to love. We thank you that your love is so pure, so kind, so patient. Lord, we thank you for your love because it, it, without your love, where would we be? We thank you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's review pure love as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit. There's a a big difference between love that is pure and love that is impure. Unfortunately, we, we don't see the difference until we have been hurt by someone saying that they love us when the love is built on harmful things that makes it impure. Many struggle to find pure love in a person. We find some good, but we also find some bad. We, then we try to overlook the bad, hoping that the good would win out. I have found that there's only one way pure love comes to a person. And that is if that person's life is, is bound in the love of God. If, if, if it's in Christ Jesus, then, then you and I will be able to experience the love of God. See, God is a God who is pure and holy. And for us to come before him, he requires that we consecrate ourselves so we're considered holy as well. No unclean thing can approach the Lord. Therefore, we must be holy and pure because God is holy and pure and His love is pure. This requires us to change our thinking so we desire the things of God. Today, we don't even think in terms of living a holy and pure life. The Lord says to the faithful, He will show Himself faithful. To the blameless, He will show Himself blameless. And to the pure, he will show himself pure. But to the crooked, he will show his shrewdness. See, to draw closer, we must desire to be like the Lord. For example, we have rejected the notion of that we must fear God. Scripture teaches us that, that, that the fear of the Lord is, is pure and, and endures forever. The ordinance of the Lord are sure and righteous. They are precious than gold, pure than, than, than silver, and sweeter than honey on a honeycomb. No matter what we think or say, the Lord is going to carry out his plan on this earth. He's going to make mankind low and humble the arrogant. The Lord is going to be exalted by his justice and by his holiness and show himself by his righteousness. The purity of God will be shown. The question is, will we be able to endure his coming? Be able to stand when he appears? 
the Lord is like refining fire. He will purify, refine us like gold and silver. We'll be unable to approach without offering righteousness and impurity of heart. Our thoughts, our ways must become pure so we can love like God and, and then love one another. We cannot remain corrupt while claiming we know God. Everything we do, including our actions, must be done in pure love. So what we do in the sight of God is pure in righteousness in His sight. Go with me to Titus chapter 1 verses 15 to 16. We must desire to reach a level of purification. I, I know it's not a desirable thing today, but it is the desire of God. Titus chapter 1 verses 15 to 16 says... To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are corrupt and do not believe, nothing is pure. See, God says, he said, he said in fact, both their minds and conscience are corrupt. They, they claim to know God, but by their actions, they deny him. They're detestable, disobedient, unfit for anything good, God says. And this is especially true regarding our religion and our faith-based denomination. The religion that God the Father finds acceptable is pure and faultless. It's one that looks after orphans and widows in their distress and keeps themselves from being polluted by the world. God is a God of impurity. This, this wisdom we must latch on to, to grow in our faith. See, wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then it's peace-loving, considerate, full of mercy, good fruit, impartial, and sincere. If we have this part, this part of love in our faith, then we'll grow in the purity of God. You know, I remember when I, I thought about love and I thought my love was good and pure. I, I felt I can give it to another and, and it, it would be good to them. The Lord had to teach me about pure love. So only then did I understand that my love was nowhere near, nowhere close to being pure. It had things like selfishness and self-righteousness and meanness and self-love and fighting back. I had to learn pure love comes from God. See, to learn what pure love is and that it comes from God, is, we need to understand what it is not. We must ask the question as Job did, can a mortal be more righteous than God? Surely not. Can a person be more pure than their maker? Of course not. Then we understand how impure our love is. See, that which we need comes from God. Therefore, we must look to God and plead to the Almighty so our walk become pure and upright before him. Then the Lord would rouse himself on our behalf and restore us to our right place with him. It is in the Lord we receive pure love that sustains us every day. Our ways and thinking cannot remain impure if we desire to grow in faith and draw closer to God. We cannot be self-righteous in our thinking, saying our beliefs are flawless and pure in the sight of the Lord. We cannot be that kind of person that speaks so foolishness before God. He will reveal our secrets and show the secrets of his wisdom and true wisdom that comes from him. 
Without change, how can we say we are pure? Who can bring what is pure from what is impure? No one. For the days of a person are determined what God has decreed the number of our months, set limits that we cannot exceed. See, we must seek that which is pure, that which comes from God, for he alone is pure and holy. See, for us to reach the level the Lord is calling us, we must have the right kind of thinking so we grow and change. Scripture says, what is man that we could be pure? One who is born of woman, can a person be righteous? See, if God places no trust in his holy ones, if even the heavens are not pure in his sight, how much less a person is who is vile and corrupt, who drinks up evil and like water every day. We must understand where we started from. So we grow and change and, and arrive at that place God wants us to be. Though we started low, the Lord wants us to grow in him, in his pure love and, and, and purify ourselves from the things of this world. Go with me to Job chapter 25 verses 4 to 6. Who and where we started out and who we were is not important as where we end up in our faith and our walk with God. Job chapter 25 verses 4 to 6 says, How then can a man be righteous before God? How can one born of woman be pure? For even the moon is not bright and the stars are not pure in his eyes. How much less than a man who is a maggot, a, a son of man who is only a worm. See, if we put our trust in money as if, as if it's pure and rejoice over the great wealth we have or the fortune our hands have gained, if we allow our heart to be enticed by such things, then these things will be what God charges us against. We have been unfaithful to God because we call that which, which we seek as pure when it is not. This is what we, we must understand what we're doing. The, the, that which is pure and loving comes from God. It does not come from something you and I created. It does not come from this world. See, if we think highly of ourselves, saying we're pure when we're not sin, we're clean and free from guilt, then nothing we need to repent of. Be assured God will find fault in our pride. Though we think of ourselves so highly, the Lord is going to examine all our ways. See, we're born into impurity. We must seek the purity of God that, so we reside in His pure love. Who can say that they ascended the hill of the Lord? Who can say that their hands and clean and their hearts are pure? Which one of us did not seek idols or swear by that which is false? If we can live such a pure life and blameless life, we'll be blessed by the Lord and vindicated from God. Since none of us can stand before the Lord in impurity, we must seek the purity of God. Ask God to create in us a pure heart, a, a, a renew a steadfast spirit in us. Plead to God not to cast us out of his presence or take his spirit away from us. Restore us, Lord, to your salvation. Grant us a willing spirit. So we must change from our impure ways to the pure ways of God. We need to honor our marriage and keep our marriage spirit pure. God is going to judge the adultery and all the sexual and more. We must seek the pure things of God. Keep ourselves free from the love of money. Be content with our blessings. The Lord told us he would never leave us. He would never forsake us. We got to have faith in that. We must grow in faith and rid ourselves of all these impure things we do.
Rid ourselves of all the malice and deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander that we have. See, like newborn babies, we must crave spiritual milk. So by it, we grow in the salvation of God and we taste his goodness. When we tap into the purity of God's love, we get a new song in our heart. We desire to be the, one of those 144,000 redeemed who kept themselves pure and followed Christ Jesus. We've been purchased for a price, offered as first fruits to God and the Lamb, and so received His pure love in our hearts, and now we must grow. We must be steadfast in it. We must continue to grow in faith, knowing that the Lord is with us. He, he's mighty to save. So if we stay the course, He will take delight in us, quiet us in His love, and with His pure love, we'll just be surrounded where we don't have any fear of anything. See, God pours out his pure love upon us so we can have hope that does not disappoint. He pours out his pure love into our hearts by his spirit that he has given us. It was pure love that caused Christ Jesus at the right time when we were powerless to die for the ungodly. It is the pure love of the Father in Christ that allows us to experience his power to grasp how long and high and wide and deep is the love of Christ. Pure love surpass all knowledge so we know God is, is faithful and we want to experience his fullness. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 3 verses 18 and 19. See, there's nothing like the pure love of God. It fills us with the fullness of God's love in Christ Jesus. You and I need to tap into it. We need to desire it. It, it'll just change everything about our life and how we interact with each other. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 18 and 19 says, May have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide, long, and high, and deep is the love of Christ. And to know his love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. This is what you and I seek to have. And to receive the pure love of God should change our ways. So through love, we do what is true, what is noble, what is right, what is pure, what is loving, what is unadmirable. We come to operate in Christ's love so everything is excellent and praiseworthy. We must allow the Spirit to direct our hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance so we have confidence in what we do and keeping us following God's word and listening to his Spirit. We know all God's commandments are rolled up in the commandment of love, to love one another. Pure love of God comes from having a pure heart, a good conscience, and sincere faith. See, pure love of Jesus enabled him to save completely those who, who come to God through him because he loves to in, in, in offer beyond measure. He loves us. He, he lives to intercede for us. He's our high priest, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. It is the pure love of Christ that keeps us today. See, if we receive God's pure love, it calls us to draw near to God with a sincere heart full of assurance of our faith, with our heart cleansed from a guilty conscience and washed pure. Having God's love in us should cause us to love one another deeply, obey God's word, follow Christ Jesus, so God's love is truly made complete in us. This is how we know we are in Him and He's in us. 
having God's pure love and sure as we're a child of God, that we have been, that we may not know what what will come of us, the new body God will give us what we will be in His kingdom. We know when Christ appears, we'll be like Him, seeing Him as He is. Everyone who has this hope purifies himself just as He is pure, manifested in us, so we should be Christ image and just like him, just having the, the pureness of his love inside of us, just reigning over us while we on this earth. So it comes down to this, see, we either have pure love or we have impure love. See, at first, they seem the same, but when the truth is revealed, we start seeing the difference in these two. See, Pure love comes from a person who, whose heart was formed in the world. In it, you see some good, but there, there's also, you know, self. You pour a little self in this love. See, then, then you take the self and, and then you pour, they, they, got a little, they got a little hurt in, in them. See, they got a little hurt inside of them. And then you look at the, continue to look like they got greed inside of them. See, and then you see what else is in there, and there's anger in inside of him, and there's 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 rage in them. See, when you take a love that started out clean and you you stir it all up with the things that we put into the world, see, all of a sudden it's not pure anymore. It's impure love. But pure love comes from God. So, see, it, it, it comes from God, and, and it's found in Christ Jesus, and it, and it remains pure. It starts out pure as snow, see, and, and then we add hope into it, see. But, see, hope keeps it pure, see. Then you see, we start then adding peace into, into what God has given us and teaching us about love. And then we start adding kindness and the kindness of God into it. You know, we add into our faith. We add into our ability to love. See, then we're pouring some giving into it. And it's just building up the love of God, the pure love of God in us. And, and then you pour forgiveness into it. And then, it's, and then when you stir it up, it's still pure. There's nothing unholy about it. It starts out pure and it remains pure. This is the love you and I are seeking. A love that, of God that loves, that stays pure no matter what God adds into it. As God pours into us, we don't want impure love that, that comes from the world, that comes from all kind of teaching, all kind of messed up world. See, this impure love hurts people, but the love of God that is pure, it builds up, it strengthens, it guides us, it gives us understanding. It remains pure if we don't mix it with the things of the of impure life. We need God's love so our love remains pure. And then we're able to share it with one another. And share the pure love of God and all that comes in, the, into our midst. They'll just see the pure love of God in us. Just knowing how good God has been to us. God's love is pure. Therefore, our love must be pure. God loves us. We ought to love one another. If we love one another, the pure love of God lives in us and made complete in us. We live in challenging times. We must work to keep ourselves in God's love. Wait for the mercy of Christ to grant us eternal life. Build ourselves up in faith. Build ourselves up in love. Build ourselves up as we pray in the Spirit. Glory to God. God is a God of impurity.
And through Christ's blood, we can receive a pure love from God. And that then will make us pure. Praise God. Christ is the only way we can purify ourselves from the impurity of this world. We need the pure love of God that flows through Christ Jesus in us. So our love is not boastful, does not envy, is not proud. We need the purity of God's love so we stop hurting one another. We're, we're not self-seeking. There's no anger in our love. Our love must come from God. So it is pure. There's no rudeness in us. We don't keep any record of any wrongs. We, we, delight, we, we don't delight in, in doing what is evil and sinful. Pure love protects us, trusts us, it hopes us, it's patient. Pure love comes from God. And you and I need the pure love of God in us so we can share it with one another, share it with our spouses, share it with our, our children, share it with our, even our enemies. When they see the pure love of God, mm, they won't know how to handle it. Share it on our jobs. Share it on the streets. Share it with your neighbor. Get the pure love of God in you and then start sharing it all over the world because it never fails. The love of God never fails. If we can hold on to that, we have it in us. It's just showing one another pure love every day, the love of God every day. You'll just see difference in your life, difference in you, different in your family, different in those you interact with. Because your love is not impure. Your love is pure. It's the pure love of God. There's nothing in here that selfishness. There's no harm in this. You're not trying to hurt anybody. You're not just looking after yourself. You care for others as God has cared for you. Father, we thank you. Thank you, God, for teaching about the pure love that comes from you. Lord, may we receive it into our hearts, God, and demonstrate it in our life every day. Guide our hearts and mind into your will and your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you and guide you as you walk in the pure love of God.